The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Saturday, June 17th edition. Hope everybody had a good Friday night and is ready to really head into the weekend and enjoy yourself. Interesting Friday slate, Scherzer dealt, Seamart dealt, Severino after a rough first inning went five or six more, no hit innings, looked filthy, did okay. Um, it was just Another interesting night of baseball. There's just been so much offense lately. It's it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, very, very crazy. And a very crazy slate today. We have a 10-game early, a 4-game main. There's one early game that's at 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern um, in Toronto. White Sox, Blue Jays. That's only on the all-day slate. And then uh, the rest is from there. Um, let's get into the weather, the totals, and then we'll get at it. And the totals, let me tell you are huge. We have more offense to love today. As we look at the weather, we take it to um, Giants Rockies wind blowing in hard and Coors from left field. So, you know, it makes it like a tenth of an average ballpark. Maybe it's going to be hot. So still don't worry about that when there's some very Coors like home runs last night. In St. Louis at Baltimore, slight chances of thunderstorms, warm and humid hitting environment. Uh, Yankees, A's looks okay. A little warm there. D-backs, Phillies, chances of rain there clears up as the night goes on. Maybe a late start if it doesn't get better before that. Rays at Tigers, wind blowing in from right field. Warm one there. Padres, Brewers is in a dome. Dodgers, Reds, wind blowing across the field. Very, very hot in Cincinnati. Very, very hot. Balls should be flying in Great American Small Park. Nationals at Mets, wind blowing out to the left in that one. Marlins, Braves, looks okay, except it's warm in SunTrust. Mariners at Texas, wind blowing in hard in Arlington. And it's going to be almost 100 degrees. Yep. Ball be flying. And that should just about do it. If the dome's open in Houston, the wind's blowing out to right center, and it's a warm one there. But other than that, we look good on those respects. Let's get into the pitching on your 10-game slate. 
And we kick it off with your top option. Well, not my top option. He's the top priced pitcher on the board. I want to bring him up to you. He's Chris Archer at $12,400 at the Detroit Tigers. He's coming off a six inning, seven hits, four earned, eight K start against the Oakland Athletics. We're getting 15.5 points. That will not cut it at $12,400. We've mentioned how Chris Archer has the home road splits. They're not as dramatic this year, but they're still very noticeable. Threw well at Minnesota, but he was average at Texas, bad at Cleveland. He was pretty good at Toronto, bad at Baltimore. So it's hit and miss with him. Uh, a couple things that make me wary, and a couple things. It, it, this is the ultimate GPP crapshoot with Chris Archer. I'm not going to have a ton of him. I'll have a couple just because of the potential of Chris Archer. But I love this Detroit offense. I mention it every day how they have so much firepower. They're just so frustrating because you don't know what's going to happen. I told you I liked him yesterday, and they finally blew up yesterday. They did what they can do. But here's here's some things for Archer. Detroit does strike out 23.2% of the time versus righties. You got Archer, who is, in the last 30 days, second best in barrel FIP, uh, getting barreled only 2.17% of the time, striking out 35.5% of the batters he's facing. Um, he has a swinging strike rate of 13.1%, which is outstanding. Overall in the season, you know, the last 30 days I said is great. Overall, a 39.5% hard contact rate, so there's something to think about there. It's got a very low home run to fly ball rate, which is outstanding. Um, Detroit does have a high team total of 4.96. Lefties hitting 312, righties 289. They have a right-handed heavy lineup, heavy, heavy lineup, because V-Mart's even out now. So you're talking outside of Avila and... Um, whew, I know I'm missing somebody, but that's, you know, if I'm missing them and I can't think of them, that means they really haven't registered much with me and I'm just, or I'm completely brain farting. So it's a very, very right-handed heavy Detroit Tigers lineup, like almost all of them. So there are a lot of great things in Archer's favor, besides the fact he's one of the best young pitchers in all of baseball, best pitchers in all of baseball. So the caveat is he's facing Ed Offense that has the potential to just do damage. And he is a road dog to Fulmer in this matchup. Vegas, or the lines makers, feel he does not deserve to be the favorite, yet he's $12,400 and Mike Fulmer's 8000 So, take those numbers as you wish. And um, <clears throat> I will use some of Archer because he has that gigantic upside but it's dicey i think he'll be low owned because the next guy i mentioned will be chalkier than chalky can be and rightfully so and his name is steven strasburg he's twelve thousand two hundred dollars and he's at the new york mets that just got carved up like a thanksgiving turkey by max scherzer and after a rocks rocky start his last time out against the braves where he still managed to get you 14.5 points after Given up six runs in five innings thanks to three home runs he gave up, but he struck out ten. He's been, prior to that, just outstanding. 25-plus points in four straight starts. Just money, money, money. So good. And I'm going back to that well. Unless something was physically wrong with them. But the Braves have had great history against Strasburg, especially Freddie Freeman, who wasn't there. That was the surprising part about that. There was no Freddie. But you got the... Um, 
New York strikes out 19% of the time versus righties. You got Strasburg in the last 30 days, 10th best on the barrel, fifth leaderboard, getting barreled 5.3% of the time, striking out 38.64% of the batters he's facing on the last 30 days on that barrel fit board that is second to Mad Max. He has been outstanding. Really, really good. You have a, a swinging strike rate of 12.3%, a ground ball rate of 46.2%, a hard contact rate of 28.1%, all outstanding stuff. Just filthy. Mets have the lowest team total on the board of 3.57. Lefties hitting 265, righties 281. They do have that power potential. We know that, for, obviously. Um, so there's always that scare. He gave up the three home runs to um, to Atlanta last week. The wind's blowing out to left. There's concerns, but he's filthy. Absolutely filthy in a great matchup against a, a lineup that is quite depleted, to say the least. So... I love Strasburg today. I think the world's going to love Strasburg today. They should love Strasburg today. If he gets blown up, that's just one of the baseball things that we've been watching this year. But he is in line for what should be a really solid start. And I will be rolling with some Steven Strasburg. And I'll be rolling deep. Now we go down to the next tier below five digits. And we roll with my top option today. Because if you're not paying up, this is the guy you're paying for. His name is Chase Anderson. He's $9,600 for the Milwaukee Brewers, and he has been outstanding. Outstanding in two, four, his last four starts. Outstanding. We're talking 20, basically 24.5 or more drafting points. 24.5, 25.1, 31.4, 39.4. It's at Arizona. Not an easy place to pitch at. At home against Milwaukee, uh, against the Giants. Obviously, it's not easy to pitch in his own ballpark. At the Mets, and then at home against Arizona. So, Arizona twice in the Mets, decent teams, um, hitting teams. Arizona, uh, the Mets were healthy at the time. He's been getting you seven or more Ks in three or four of those starts. Really, really good things to like here. When you look at do, 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 one thing that makes this even better, San Diego striking almost 26% of the time against right-handed pitching. In the last 30 days, Chase Anderson, 30th best on the barrel fit, only getting barreled 3.33% of the time. Striking out 26.67% of the batters he's facing. Um, he has a 10.5% sw swinging strike rate, which is just continued to rise. He has been filthy with his off-speed pitches and his location on his fastball. He has to locate. He's not like overpowering, but he's been doing that and mixing his off-speed in there. Just been great. 40.5% ground ball rate, which is really, really good. We prefer it like even higher, be even better, but 40.5 you can work with. Can I'll be Marcus Stroman. Um, or a guy we'll mention later, Zach Godley. But a home run to fly ball is 6.3%, which if you think about the ballpark he pitches in at Miller Lite, uh, that's crazy, 6.3%. So I absolutely love Chase Anderson today. He's going up, like I said, against the Padres, who have a team total of 4.65. Lefties hitting 284, righties 370. Um, they have a below league average Woba of 298. Their ISO, it continues to rise. Their ISO's about average, a little above average of 168. It's because they are hitting with power. That's why we've been stacking them lately. They've had home run potential. They just don't have like a lot of rally potential, overall potential. It's just weird to describe. But uh, I love Chase Anderson today. If you look at the slate as a whole, I didn't go over the totals. I should have. But here's just a rundown. Your totals are 10, 11, 9, 8, 9, 9 9.5, 10, 9.5, 7, 9. That's your day slate. You have one seven and a half, one eight, and then it's all nines or above. 
Your evenings, 10, 8.5, 9.5, 9. Pitching's bleak. Literally, if you find two really good pitchers, you're going to win money. If you find one and a half good pitchers, you're going to win money. If you find one really good pitcher and one okay, maybe one half bad, half like gets you strikeouts but gives up four runs pitchers, you still might win some money. It's that kind of slate. That's why I like Chase Anderson because even if the Padres hit a couple home runs, he's going to rack up the strikeouts. He should give you five or six innings at least. And the way he's been pitching lately, he's been literally like a shutout machine. I'm not saying he's going to do that by any means. But he's been getting strikeouts and going six, seven innings in his game. I love Chase Anderson today. And he'll save you money up top. I really, really love him today. Uh, next up on this kind of slate, you're going to have to take gambles. And the way pitching's been and hitting's been, gambling, it's been worth it. Look at my uh, fires yesterday. He paid off. Masahiro Tanaka. I'm not the biggest Tanaka guy. I'm just fed up with his crap. But he was great against the Angels his last time out. Six and two-thirds, four hits, three uh, one earned, eight Ks, 25.4 points. Blown up his two starts prior. Blown up most of the year. But what I want to bring up is his last start against Oakland was four starts ago in New York. Seven and a-thirds, five hits, one earned, 13 Ks, 37.5 DraftKings points. Now we know the A's can hit the ball really, really well. But you got Tanaka facing an A's team that also does strike out 25% of the time, which is a ton if you're not paying attention yet. Um, Tanaka has done a great job of limiting his walks. He's down to 6.2%. And the thing that I love about Tanaka is he's still striking out 20.6% of the batters he faces. And the really weird thing is his swinging strike rate is almost 13%. So his stuff is there. His ground ball rate is 47.6%. That stuff is phenomenal. The frustrating part is when he does give up the good stuff, he's got 34.5% hard contact, which is not good. And his home run to fly ball is 22.8%, so he gives up the long ball. Everyone says the transition's got to come. You know, his ERA is 6.07, his Sierra is 411. The regression's coming. Maybe it started his last start. It's kind of started with the Oakland start. Who knows? The point is... He's 8600 bucks. He's got the potential to be a $12,000 pitcher with the strikeouts and an Oakland strikeout team if he can just limit. Hell, give up two home runs, two solo shots, but strike out eight plus because he goes deep into games. Um, we know Tanaka can get destroyed. He's got destroyed way more often than he's pitched good games this year. So this is like the Paxton thing yesterday. It's a GPP. Don't get crazy. But the upside's tremendous. The downside, like you saw with Paxton, he just didn't have it, and he might not have it after coming off the deal. He might still be hurt for all we know. Tanaka, they're saying there's no injury. Who knows? It's a GPP play, and you roll the dice. Next up, a play I like a ton if you're not using Chase Anderson um, is Zach Godley, who is 8400 bucks at the Philadelphia Phillies. Godley. In his last three starts, 20.6, 14.7, 21.9 DraftKings points. First start back from his little demotion due to they needed more pitchers. He threw six and two-thirds, two earned, one walk, four Ks against the Brew Crew at home in Milwaukee. Been very, very good. And the thing we love about Mr. Zach Godley, Philadelphia striking out 23.4% of the time. Godley striking out over 21%. 
a swinging strike rate of 13.4%, which is outstanding, a hard contract rate of only 292 which is really, really good. And the one that stands out a lot, and you know, the sample size with size of Godley is not the biggest in the world, but it still gets growing. But the ground ball rate is 61.6%. That is nuts. That pitches in any ballpark. I don't care how small it is like Philadelphia and Citizen Bank. 61.6 is outstanding. Phillies have a 4.66 team total. Lefties hitting 3.32. Righties 3.11 off Godley. Uh, very solid play at 8,400 bucks. Next up, Jaime Garcia, 7,400 at home against the Miami Marlins. Um, he's a really solid cash game play because he's got a solid floor. He's getting you about 15 plus points consistently, coming off a 24.4 point performance against the Mets. He's just been really, really, really good. Um, a solid base on your team. And on a night like tonight where the pitching could be all over the board and offense everywhere, a solid base of knowing I I should get at least 10, if not 15 plus points from my pitcher. And he's one of the cheaper arms I can play tonight. That's good to have, actually. I'm not even kidding. I, I know you're not expecting the world from him. He's he's had the 25-plus point games a couple times. But to know that I can get 15-plus and put my money elsewhere, that's huge. Um, we know like a guy like Tanaka, who's 1,200 more, can get you 25 to 30. But he can also get you two, where Jaime rarely gets you two. So it's that kind of stuff that could help you a lot. Um, but then at GPP, you want the 30. So there's all kinds of angles. But Jaime Garcia, Miami striking out 20.7% of the time versus lefties. Uh, he doesn't strike out a ton. It's about 17% K rate. But in his last 30 days, he is 18th best on the barrel FIP, getting barrel 2.11% of the time, which is outstanding. And of striking out almost 20% of the batters he's facing. He's been on a heck of a run, like I've been saying. 10.5% uh, swinging strike rate has, has come up and looked really, really good. A ground ball rate of 56.7%, which is outstanding. A hard contact rate of only 26%. He's been very, very good. Like with the Marlins, you worry about Ozuna. And uh, Stanton, Boar's back, Borkin at lefty's okay. Yellow can hit him okay. Um, there are weapons there. They have a 4-4-1 team total, which is on the lower half of the slate. Lefty's hitting 297, righty's 328. Versus Garcia. A little above average Woba and above average ISO against lefties. So it's a matchup, but it's a, it's punt type stuff because, well, we don't have much to play with today. And your last option, your punt of the night, is Adam Wainwright at 7K at the Baltimore Orioles. It is very scary. Very, very scary. Last start out, Philly, five innings, six hits, two earned, four Ks for 13.9. Got blown up at Cincinnati. But prior to that, great. 25.9 uh, at home against the Dodgers. 29.4 at Colorado. 23.5 at home against the Giants. 21 at home against the Cubs. Um, just really, really good stuff of late. He seems to have found the, the spin on the curveball, locating his fastball. Uh, 7K for Wayno, who is facing Baltimore, strikes out 22.6% of the time. Wayno striking out about 19%. Low swinging strike rate of 79 which is not ideal, but a 48.9% ground ball rate. Low hard contact rate of 29.6. And limits the home runs. Baltimore. Team total of 442. Lefties hitting 360, righties 318. It's a righty heavy lineup in Baltimore. So that helps a little bit. Average Woba versus righties, a little above average ISO versus righties. We know Wayno can get blown up. Again, bad night. We saw Seamart mow them down, which I loved. Seamart's way better than Wayno. But uh, for 7K, it's a good punt play because you don't have any. These are the top pitchers that I can I, I can't go below 7K. 
Like, you're not going with any of these options. I don't care if these guys go off. You're not throwing um, you're not throwing Kyle Freeland and Coolers. You're not throwing Seth Lugo against the Nationals. Ryu at Cincinnati, I just don't trust Ryu going deep at all. Miley versus the, the Cardinals, no. Lamette versus Milwaukee, no. Hahn versus the Yankees, no. Locke versus Atlanta, no. Eikhoff versus Arizona, no. Wojciechowski versus Dodgers, no. Merritt versus Minnesota, no. Kane versus Colorado in Colorado, no. Wilk versus Cleveland, no. The pitching's horrific tonight. Horrific. This is as low as we go. And it's a former potential Cy Young Award winner who has found his stuff of late, and we hope he finds it again against the Baltimore Orioles, who have been a struggling, struggling offense. They have tons of name value. They have struggled mightily. So we have it this way. Your top tier, Chris Archer and Strauss, 12-4 at Detroit, 12-2 at the Mets. I go Strasburg and Archer. Your next tier, Chase Anderson, 96 versus the, the Padres. Tanaka, 86 at Oakland. Godley, 84 at Philly. I go Anderson, Godley, Tanaka, and Anderson is... I might have Anderson as my top overall on the board. And then you got your last one, Jaime Garcia, 74 versus Miami. Wayno, 7K at Baltimore. I go Jaime, then Wayno. Let's get into the bats on the 10-game slate. Kick it off with the catcher's position. We have uh, Gary Sanchez. He's out, most likely. Posey's day-to-day. If he's in, he's 4,600 versus Freeland, which is not a bad play at all. Yeah, Wellington Castillo, 41 versus Wayno. Tyler Flowers, 39 versus Locke. If you're paying up for catchers, that's not bad at all. Uh, JT Rio Muto versus Garcia, 37. Yadi Molina, 36 versus Miley, is definitely in play. Grandal, 36 versus Wojciechowski, the right handed pitcher in Great American Small Park. Grandal is a solid play tonight. Alex Avila went deep last night. We love what Avila is doing. He's facing Archer. If you're fading Archer, Avila at 35 is a solid player. Right, I'll just say that much because no one's going to play him. Good GPP play. That's only if you're fading Archer. Uh, Chris Herman of the D-backs. If, 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 if. Yeah, lefty's hitting 354 off Eikhoff. Righty's 280. So Herman's in the lineup at 3,400. Solid play at catcher for the D-backs. Uh, you got Tony Walters, Colorado, left-handed bat catching against Kane. Manny Pena, 3,200 versus Wilson Lamette. I like him a ton if he's playing. Matt Wieters, 3,200 versus Lugo. like that a ton as well. The Nats against Lugo. Why do they love Lugo so much? That's just stupid. I don't get that at all. Um, Kurt Suzuki, 3,200. If Suzuki gets a start over Flowers, he's a sneaky, cheaper option versus Jeff Locke. Uh, same with Chris Jimenez. If he gets to start, he double-donged over the week in a day game. Uh, facing Merritt, the lefty, he's 3100 bucks. Nice value there with Jimenez. He's not the greatest bat in the world, but there's upside there, to say the least. The bat I like for value alone today, um, Jan Gomes. He can hit lefties really, really well. Wilk is starting for um, Minnesota. At least that's what they have for now. I believe they have a doubleheader today. Um, he's 2900 bucks versus the lefty. That's some top, top-notch top value. I like that a ton. Uh, Andrew Knapp, the left-handed bat for Philadelphia. If you're fading Godley, he's 2900 bucks. Not bad either. I like both of those. Uh, Gomes and Knapp is some value down there if you're going that direction. And do, 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 do. I think that's about all I saw last night that I really liked. 
because the rest is pretty shaky. Um, I'd say look at the lineups that come out. You might see some value, say, like Jose Lobaton gets to start. He's 2K versus Lugo. I can see that being a little bit of value, too. Uh, going over to first base, you got Paul Goldschmidt at 56. Mark Reynolds, 52 in coolers. Cody Bellinger, 5K versus Wojciechowski. Disappointed yesterday. I'll go back to the Bellinger well. And that ballpark against those pitchers, Bellinger is a solid play. Still, I'm not going to not back Bellinger on this at all. 5K, love him again. Zimmerman at 49 is in play. Desmond and Coors in play. He, had a, he hit the Coors home run yesterday. It was just a joke, but it's Coors. Edwin Encarnacion hit an absolute bomb. Check out the Around the Bases pod handle. Absolute bomb yesterday. He faces a lefty who he mashes. 4700 bucks. E5 is definitely in play tonight. Uh, Joey Votto is always in play, but not as great against Ryu, but he's always in play. Belt, 46. Justin Borg came back from the DL, went deep. He's 45. Gar- Garcia. Matt Carpenter is on fire. Went deep yesterday. It's like a 10-game hitting streak now, I believe. He's 4,400 versus Miley. Don't worry about the lefty thing. He's actually had some decent success versus Miley in his career. Many will avoid him because of the lefty-lefty. He's still a good play at 4,400 bucks. That's some value compared to paying up top, which those guys up top are still good, but you're getting value. So Carpenter is in play. Trey Mancini versus Wayno at 43. Eric Thames, phenomenal play. I loved him yesterday at 4K. Went deep, walked it off. Almost had another one when he doubled. First base out for the eligible. He's 4,300 versus Lamette. He is a great play today. Great play. Uh, Jay Bruce, if you're fading Strasburg or you want like a one-off against Strasburg, he's first base outfield at 42. It's not bad. Uh, Logan Morrison. Okay, I didn't mention Fulmer. I can't stand Fulmer. He just doesn't strike guys out. Uh, now, the Rays strike out a ton, so he'll probably strike out 10 today, and he'll make me look foolish. So if you want to use him, knock yourself out. Uh, I'm, I like the Rays' bats today because he just gives up too much contact for my liking. But if you like Fulmer, I totally get it. He... He seems to get the job done. I'm just not a Fulmer guy at all. So that was just, yeah. Logan Morrison, 41, definitely in play for me. Yonder Alonso, if you're fading Tanaka, which I will highly recommend, if you build a Tanaka lineup, please build an A's lineup as well. Just please just cover your ass. Yonder Alonso is a must at 3900 bucks. Even if you're not building a whole stack, if you just want one A's, Yonder Alonso, because of the home run to fly ball that Tanaka has, the home runs he gives up, Yonder Alonso at 3900 bucks is a great play. Home run potential, big time. Will Myers, 38, went deep yesterday. You got uh, Miggy Cabrera at 36. Ryan Healy, 36, another part of an ace stack. If you're going there, first base, third base. Obviously, you put it at third base with Yonder at first. The A's are cheap. You can get some value here. Uh, Jesus Aguilar at 36. If he gets to start at first against Lamette, it's not a bad play today. Some value there with some upside. He hasn't been hitting for good average, but there's power there. If Adam Lynn gets to start, he's 3,600 versus Lugo. Don't mind that. Uh, Tyler Moore, if he gets to start for Miami, he's first base outfield eligible. Right-handed bat versus Garcia. Been swinging it pretty well. He played a lot in Boar's absence. So uh, he didn't get to start last night, for instance, but there was a uh, with the lefty on the mound, he did not get to start. So he might be back to you know bench duties, but maybe he's in the lineup today. Keep an eye on Tyler Moore at 3,500. Lucas Duda, 34. Another play I liked, I mentioned him yesterday. He got me, I believe, let me check, 12 points last night. Yeah, 12 points. Uh, Jose Martinez, I love St. Louis today against Wade Miley. I stacked him last night, and they were great. I love him again today. Jose Martinez, first base outfield eligible. Most likely use him in the outfield. He's 3,300 versus Miley. Um, 
Got Carlos Santana, 3,200 versus Wilk. He's struggling, but that's extreme value for the upside you get with Santana. Extreme value. Uh, another potential punt play for you, Rob Refsnyder. He's first base, second base. He led off last night for uh, the Yanks. I'd use him at second base as a punt, not first base, but he's 2900 bucks if you need him. Same with TJ Rivera versus Strasburg, first base, third base at 2700 if you need to go that route. But uh, TJ's just, he had that good run when he first came up. He's just not the same. Second base, Dozier, 4900 Versus Merritt is a great play. Dozier crushes lefties. Love Dozier today. Daniel Murphy, 49 versus Lugo is a great play against his old team. Uh, LeMahieu and Coors, 48. Panic, 48. Love both of them. Scope at 44 is not bad. Castro at 44, not bad. Jose Ramirez is absolutely crushing the baseball. I've been playing him a lot. Switch hitter, hits lefties, hits right, hits them all. Three straight games of 19 DraftKings points. And only one of those had a home run. He's had two doubles, one one. He's had four doubles and a home run in his last three games. The dude is mashing. He's forty two hundred bucks versus Wilk. I'm telling you that Cleveland Minnesota game, like if you're like that's the game to stack if you're not stacking Coors to be anti Coors. Uh, we'll get into some of that here pretty soon. Uh, you got Yanhervis Solarte. He went deep last night. He's forty one hundred. Chris Taylor had a good game last night. He's forty one hundred. Like both of them. Jose Perella's up to four K. You almost want to play Solarte because of the power upside and the fact. Well, no, Perella. Anderson's a reverse splits. Lefty's 284, righty's 370. So Perella's, if you believe in the reverse splits, is the play in that one. Brandon Phillips, 4K versus Locke is an interesting play. Eric Sogard, second base shortstop, 3,800 bucks. Nice little value leading off against Lamette. Jed Lowry, 3,700 bucks. Nice power upside versus Tanaka. Like that quite a bit. Kipnis, 34 versus Wilk. Not bad. Wilmer Flores, 33 versus Strasburg. There's power upside, but that's about it. Another play I love. I used him last yesterday. Um, he's back up because Colton Wong went to the DL. Paul DeJong, right-handed stick. He had 28 points last night. Hit a home run, 3 for 4. He's not going to get 28 points every night. You get a lot of overnights for you, but he's got really good upside. He played really well his first stint up there against Miley at 3100 bucks. Tons of value at second base. Cardinals bring lots of value when you play them. Cardinals and A's have tons of value today. And uh, Indians have a little bit too. Um, Chad Pinder, 2,800 second base shortstop eligible if you want to go that direction. That's about all I got for you at second base. Let's head over to the third base position where we are led by Nolan Arenado at 5,500 against Kane and Coors. You got Jake Lamb, 5,200 versus Eikhoff, which is a great play. Lefties cross Eikhoff in that ballpark. Lamb definitely in play. Nunez day-to-day against the Rockies is Freeland at 49. Hernan Perez, 48 and Lamette, or against Lamette. Shot 45 against Lamette, like shot a ton tonight. Went deep again yesterday. Turner, 4,500 versus Wojciechowski is a great play. Miggy Snow at only 4,300 against Merritt. I absolutely love against that lefty Merritt. Great, great play there for Snow. Mentioned Jose Ramirez. Machado, 41. Longo, 39. That's a good value with Longo. Corey Spangenberg, third base outfield at 39. Eugenio Suarez, 3,900 bucks. Hits lefties pretty well facing Ryu. Cincinnati, where you use your team total. They're 444. Lefty's hitting 425. Righty's 332 off of Ryu. Ouch. 
Eduardo Escobar has been crushing the baseball for Minnesota. Switch hitting Eduardo Escobar, 3800 bucks against Merritt. He is in play. Don't sleep on Eduardo at all. Third base shortstop eligible. Jericho went deep last night. He faces Miley today, 3800 bucks in play. You got um, Rendon, 37, went deep yesterday. Mentioned Healy already. As you go down the list, it gets bleaker. Uh, Mikel Franco had a decent night last night. He's 3,200 versus Godley. I wouldn't go there unless you really, really have to, though. Let him keep warming up. I go there against the lefty. If you want a punt play with some extreme power upside, it's a massive punt play. But total upside, Matt Chapman of the, the Oakland A's, the rookie they call up who I love, 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 but I need to see more of. But he got six points his first night due to two walks. And a run scored last night, one for four with three RBIs, nine points. Uh, he's twenty five hundred bucks, third base eligible. So if you need to punt, 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 he's twenty five hundred. With uh, he's got so much power against a pitcher that loves to throw home run derby. So it's an interesting play. Just throwing it out there. I would not be surprised if Chapman went deep. Shortstop Trey Turner, five K. He's uh, stealing bags like crazy these days. So he's worth the value if you want to go that route. It's like I say with paying for catching, it's a GPP play type thing. Corey Seager, 4,500 is okay against Wojciechowski. There's upside there for sure. Lindor at 42, I like a ton against Wilk. Gregorius, 42 versus Hans, definitely in play. As you go down the list, uh, Cozart versus Ryu at 39 is really, really solid. Eduardo Escobar mentioned him. I like him a ton at 38. Sogard at 38 is definitely in play. Crawford can hit lefties. He's 38. And Coors definitely, definitely in play. Oletimus Diaz versus the lefty Miley at 37. Diaz has struggled a ton. There's so much power upside in that bat, but he's just struggled. He's gotten you five or more points in four straight games with 121 pointers struck in there with the home run. That's the only extra base hits he's had in those four games. The upside's humongous with him, always low-owned, so there's something to think about. I mentioned Kiki Hernandez yesterday. He's outfield shortstop eligible. We prefer him versus lefties, but he's hitting the ball okay. He's been slumping right now, so I don't know if you want to go that route, but he's 36. Dansby Swanson versus the lefty Jeff Locke at 35 is an interesting GPP play. Some upside, low-owned option there. If you're going with a little brave stack versus Locke, which I can dig. I can dig that. Uh, Chad Pinder, I mentioned him earlier at 28. Uh, Freddie Galvis, if you want some relief, he's 27 versus Godley for Philly. You can definitely go there for some salary relief. Uh, and that's about it. Let's head to the outfield and get your 10-game slate wrapped up. we got Charlie Blackman, 5,600 versus Kane is outstanding. Outstanding play. Aaron Judge went deep again last night. He's 5,500. He's always in play. Bryce Harper, 55, definitely in play versus Lugo. Bellinger, 5K, yes, okay. These are obvious people. Hernan Perez, already mentioned him. Domingo Santana at 48 is a good play. Adam Duvall versus the lefty Ryu at 48 is not too shabby. Uh, love me some, if you're not playing Garcia, and I still love Garcia, doesn't mean I don't like him, but uh, Giancarlo Stanton versus lefty at 47 is a great play. Always love J.D. Martinez, I don't care who's pitching, he's 4,600. Shebler, 46 versus Ryu is not bad. We saw how lefty's hitting 452. Conforto's back at 4,500. Like I said, with Bruce, if you kind of want a one-off to do some damage, Conforto is there for you. I believe he hit him good earlier this year, too. Uh, um, I believe he did. I can't remember. 
Marcelo Zuna, 4,500 versus Garcia is not too shabby either. Hits uh, lefties really, really well. Uh, Souza Jr., 43 versus Fulmer. Like I always say, it's righties well. And you got C. Dick at 43. That's some value on C. Dick. That price has dropped. Love it. People must not be paying for him. Uh, Brett Gardner, 43 versus Hahn is in play. Love Eric Thames at 43. Shit, you can get Thames, C. Dick, and Souza all for 43. That's a heck of an outfield to play with right there. Eddie Rosario at 42 against Merritt, the lefty. Dexter Fowler, lefty and lefty crime versus Miley at 42. Fowler's heating up. Had a big night again last night. He's had good history against Miley, so don't get worried about the lefty-lefty. He actually hits lefties really, really well. 21 points last night, 19 points the night before. Back-to-back games with the long ball. Mentioned Jay Bruce at 4,200. Suspedis versus Strauss is 42. Howie Kendrick and Althair are both 42. Um, got Max Kepler at 41. Mentioned Chris Taylor at 41. I like him quite a bit. Greg Arblanco, 4,100 bucks, went deep yesterday. Facing Eikhoff. Chris Davis, home run potential against Tanaka at 4K. Christian Yellick at 4K. He can hit lefties. Steven Piscotti loves hitting lefties. Really, really loves hitting lefties. He's 3,900 bucks. Keon Broxton is on fire. Damn that value. We've lost it. We've lost it, folks. That's what happens when you hit the ball, Keon. 28 points four games ago, then a four, then a 16, then an 18. He's homered in three of his last four games. 3900 bucks tonight and another great matchup against Lamette. Another one. Hope you guys rode that train when I've been mentioning him as value. Hope you did. Lonnie Chisholm on 3800 versus Wilk. He's hit lefties okay. Seth Smith leading off for Baltimore against Wainwright at 3800 Is not a bad play. Justin Upton, 3700 bucks versus Archer. Here's a GPP play. Because ownership will be low. Because it's hit or miss. Like, I'm telling you, 0, 0, then 34, then 0, then 17, then 0, 5, 8, 0, 10. It's hit and miss, but extreme upside. Byron Buxton's 3700 bucks versus Merritt, the lefty. He gets lefties decent, and he can get on and run, and he's hitting better of late. It's intriguing. I'm not saying it's a great play. It's intriguing. Frenchie Cordero, 3700 for San Diego. Power upside. Hunter Pence and Coors versus the lefty Freeland at 37. Not bad play at all. Marquecas versus Locke at 37. Adam Jones and Trumbo both 36 versus Wayno are nice looking plays. Uh, Tommy Pham versus Wade Miley. Pham against the lefties outstanding. Wade Miley nonetheless at only 3,600 bucks is just phew, that's talk about dangling the carrot right there. Love that play. Hunter Renfro 36 versus Anderson. Renfro went deep again last night. The guy's just crushing the baseball. Love Renfro. Cargo, 36 versus Kane. I know Cargo's slumping, but there's a lot of value there against Kane at 36. Rasmus and, and Malik Smith, both 35 versus Fulmer. Some good upside there. Uh, if you're fading Fulmer, don't mind that at all. Uh, Taylor for Washington's 34 versus Lugo. But if you go from the left side, you got Brian Goodwin for Washington's 34 versus Lugo. Playing really, really well. Only two points last. I got 14 the night before, 16 the night before that. He's been getting on. He's stealing bases. Good ones are playing really well at 3,400 bucks. Nice little value play there. Taylor's playing really well too. They're both playing well, but and but Good ones been hitting more towards the top of the order. So I like that quite a bit. Uh, Austin Slater of the Giants versus the lefty Freeland. I know he's batting eighth. But he's in Coors. He's swinging it really well. He's back now. If you let him play every day, finally, I didn't, did not understand why he wasn't playing every day to start out. It made no sense to me when you called up on your best prospects. But he has a one, two, three, four, 
six-game hitting streak going on. In those six games, 9, 14, 5, 6, 26, 8 DraftKings points. He's in Coors, $3,400 bucks versus Freeland. Solid play there. Um, as you go down the list, there's some value if you want a GPP-type value, like rolling the dice value. Uh, Odebel Herrera cooled off a bit since that insanely hot start, but he's 3200 versus Godley. Not a bad play. Definitely can get behind that. Austin Jackson, 3100 versus the lefty Wilk. If he gets a start, it's a GPP-only upside-type play, but interesting play to say the least. Uh, Daniel Descalso, I told lefties crush Eikhoff. He's 2900 for Arizona. As a value play, uh, Mikey Matuk, 27. I wouldn't really go there, but he's there if you need him. Patrick Cavellian, another right-handed bat for Cincinnati, 2,700 versus Ryu if you need him. I'm telling you, these aren't the best plays, but they're value plays. Like, I played Peter Borges this last night. He got me 10 points. They're, they're there. They work once in a while. They don't work every time. Like, Michael Saunders has been pretty darn cold, but he's got that home run upside. If he strikes out three times, it's a home run the fourth, you'll take it. He's twenty five hundred bucks. Um, as you keep going down the list, you have guys like um, guys that. Oh, that's about it. I thought there was more last night, but nope, that's it. Oh, that's the one, Jacob Brugman of the Oakland A's. He's been leading off a lot lately. He's a left-handed bat versus Tanaka. If he's leading off, he's two thousand um, dollars. I just want to. I wanted to point him out. If he's leading off, he's two K. Um, Seven two zero six twelve eight zero. Those are his DraftKings points since he's been called up. So not bad for a guy that's been twenty two hundred bucks or less every game. He's two thousand tonight against Tanaka. So there is some nice upside there. Let's recap your pitching on your ten game slate. You got Archer at twelve four at Detroit. Strauss twelve two at the Mets. Strauss then Archer. Those are my one two punch at the top. Your next tier: Chase Anderson ninety six for San Diego. Tanaka eighty six at Oakland. Godley, 84 at Philadelphia. I go Chase Anderson, then Godley, then Tanaka. And then when we're talking uh, the, the punts, you got Jaime Garcia, 74 at Miami, or versus Miami. And Wainwright, 7,000 at Baltimore. I go Jaime, then uh, Wayno. When it comes to stacking, this is where it gets weird. You got Colorado and the Giants, of course, stacking those. I love the Brew Crew. 5-3-5 total. They're the top total outside of Coors. Lefty's hitting 492 off the mat. That's why I love Eric Thames today. Love, love, love. Sogard's a great play. Righties are still in play, but love, love the left. Shaw, love it. Uh, Indians versus Wilk, the lefty, 523 total. Small sample size on the lefty righty stuff, but crushing just Edwin Encarnacion and company. Love it. Uh, as you go down the list, uh, Dodgers 5.06 total versus Wojciechowski. Lefty's hitting 321. Righties 417. Lot to love there. Uh, Bellinger, Turner, good stuff. Tigers 496 versus Archer. Pick your poison. There's a lot of high totals that you wouldn't expect, also. I'm just throwing that out there. But um, Twins 477 off the lefty merit. Like that a ton. So no uh, Dozier and company. Uh, Phillies 466 off Godley. Lefties hitting 332 off Godley. I like Godley quite a bit today, but I can understand it. You can stack almost any team today. Love uh, the Braves versus Locke, 459 total. Lefties, 323. Righties, 361. Cardinals versus Miley, 458 total. Righties hitting 357 off Miley. Cardinals, again, a nice-looking stack today. Uh, Reds can be interesting, 444 total. It's kind of middle of the pack, but lefties hitting 425. Righties, 332 off Ryu. And... Uh, 
Orioles 4-4-2 total. Lefty's hitting 368 off Wayno, but I mentioned righty heavy lineup there. Lefty's hitting 354 off Eikhoff for the D-backs. Keep them in mind. And, uh, yeah, Lefty's hitting 381 off Jesse Hahn. Low team total for the Yankees. Fourth lowest on the board, but, uh, yeah, Lefty's hitting him well, too. So you keep that in mind when you go that direction on your stacking. But some nice stuff there. Should be a lot of offense in that stuff. Let's go over the four-game late slate real quick. I'm just going to go over the games. Yep, Cleveland at Minnesota, Boston at Houston, Chicago at Pittsburgh, Kansas City at L.A. Cleveland at Minnesota, you got Clevenger um, versus Mejia. A total of – we don't have it yet because that's a doubleheader. Clevenger's 5,600. Mejia's 61. Uh, Clevenger I can get behind, especially if you see the lineup. Might be favorable. Um He's been pretty good. There's strikeout potential there with Clevenger, but it's not the greatest. I'd stack for sure. You got another lefty on the mound. Edwin's in play again if he plays both games. A lot of Cleveland bats are in play. You got Boston at Houston. Porcello, 7,300 versus Paulino at 54. You got a total of nine in this matchup. Um, Paulino's a great young prospect. Great strikeout stuff, 25.4%. Low ground ball rate. Um, big, big swinging strike rate. Boston just doesn't strike out a ton. I could see him as a punt gamble if you want versus Boston because their offense is just ice ice cold. I love the Houston bats versus Porcello because Porcello's been getting hit around quite a bit. Houston doesn't strike out a lot. Porcello doesn't strike out a lot of guys, giving up a ton of hard contact. I can get behind a Houston stack, but I can see using Boston bats versus Paulino. There's really not much for pitching on this slate, by the way. You got this matchup. You got Cubs at Pirates. Arietta's 11-2 versus Nova, 7,100. Uh, I would not pay this price for Arietta almost any time except this slate because the slate's that bad. But he's pitched really well of late. His strikeout rate's up to 25%. Pitt doesn't strike out a ton, but his swingy strike rate's up to over 10%. Ground ball rate's creeping up over 42 Hard contact's down to 32 He's pitching really, really well of late against the Pittsburgh team in that ballpark. You can get, get some work done there. Nova at home has been really, really good. The Cubs have kind of woken up of late, so beware with that. But Nova's been very, very good at home. Uh, the Cubs strike out over 22% of the time. Nova just doesn't strike anybody out. 14% strikeout rate. Doesn't walk anybody, which is great. He has a 6.9%, which is nice. So he's strike rate. But it's, he's, a, he's a ground ball pitcher, 50% ground ball rate. He's just a contact guy. And against the Cubs team, that could turn out to be dangerous. So I like some Cubs bats. I could see a Pittsburgh stack to be contrarian, but Arietta's the top pitcher, and if you want to go chalk, I can see it. I'm not even going to – I don't think I'm going to play the four. I think I'm going to enjoy my Saturday night. It's that bad. And last but not least, you got Kansas City at the Angels. Junis versus Meyer. Junis is 6,500. Meyer, 76. Uh, I like Meyer tonight as an option for sure. Big-time strikeout stuff. Kansas City strikes out 21.5% of the time. Meyer strikes out 25.4% of the batters he faces. He's uh, been getting better and better and better. Ground ball rate's up to 45.1%. His walks are always his problem. That happened last time. He still has a 16% walk rate. But his hard contact's all the way down to 30.1%. He's been really, really good. Kansas City's bats have been heating up. Guys like Low Kane are on fire. So it's risky, but it's a four-game slate, so what are you going to do? Uh, I like Meyer a ton on this slate. Uh, then you got Junis is your other option, who's just... Phew, uh, not very good. Um, Angels don't strike out a ton, but Junis is just bad all across the board. So uh, stack your Angels, get that in. But be very careful on the four-game slate. That's all I can really say to you on that one. Just be very, very careful. But more importantly, 
attack that 10-game slate. It's going to be very, very interesting. Tons of offense, like usual these days. Tons and tons of offense. And enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. I doubt I will have a Sunday for you as usual. Um, Every once in a blue moon, I'll pop one in there, but not very often. But enjoy your Saturday. Good luck. Hit me up on Twitter with any questions you may have at BDentrick. Check us out at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. The Real Josh G has your NASCAR Michigan Speedway. Uh, Fires Keeper Casino 400 DFS preview out. DD Jayhoff has your for, what to watch for at Omaha for the College World Series. Really good article about the eight teams at the College World Series, which is kicking off this weekend. Check that stuff out. Good stuff. Support us at these sports DGens. But good luck um, on your slate and enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you guys on Monday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Saturday, June 17th edition. I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.